0: Hey, I'm Paul and I'm Chad. And you're listening to Bad Marketing Sucks. And we're on a mission to eradicate bad marketing one business at a time. David, welcome to Bad Marketing Sucks. How have you been lately?
1: Very, very well, thank you. Very well. And it's Friday after all, so you can't complain on a Friday.
0: Uh, Not at all. Not at all. So tell us uh, what you do and how you got there.
1: So, um, my name is David. I'm the director of a company called Surge Marketing Solutions. And we're a full service digital marketing agency. What that means is people come to us with a selection of problems, and then we have a full range of solutions there to help them um, solve their their problems ultimately. So, the best way to describe it is we have three silos we've got the creative team, we've got a development team, and then we've got a marketing team. So, it just means that whatever the problem, we have something in our tool bag to, to fix that problem ultimately. And I think. Well, the reason it's come about is I've worked in various marketing roles. I've sold radio advertising. I've sold press. Um, I've sold digital. Um, and what I found was lots of companies out there do a lot of good stuff equally. A lot of them um, do bad stuff. But you, you would Imagine only get... <laughs> I know, it's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> um, it, it? You only get the solution that the, someone can offer. So if you go to someone who specializes in out-of-home... And you say, I need to promote my company, then they're going to talk about bus shelters and radio. And, you know, and if you talk to someone who just does Google AdWords, then Google AdWords is going to be the thing you should use. So I wanted to be in a position, digitally speaking, that Mm -hmm. when someone comes to us, we say, right, where are you now? Where do you want to be? Now, let's look at everything you've got going on. And then we're going to put a solution in place at the right time, because... You might need a plethora of things, but might not necessarily be affordable or it might even work. So we'll start here, get some success, and then start introducing other things as we need to ultimately. So that brings us back to that full service solution. What do you need? When do you need it? And in what order?
0: Very nice. Now, OK, so you have uh, obviously you, you reference your experience, you know, a little bit of corporate gigs. Um, yeah. What have you seen? What's a, give us an example of like the worst you've seen? Something that just makes you cringe and makes you just want to fix it. Uh,
1: so it's it's generally to do with people's websites, um, where we and people can be really precious because oh, I built my own website, brilliant. Okay, let's have a look. Yep, I can tell you definitely, yeah, obviously, it. you have. Um, and then people can become really precious around logos. So, they'll come to us and say, Right, we want a new website. Brilliant. All the bells and whistles. We're going to have a slick design, um, the right use of white space, fully responsive. It's going to look brilliant. Well, we want to keep our logo. OK, but your logo looks like it was done in Word on art. And we're going to build this shiny website, and you've just got this thing sat at the top. And then it's our logo has to be massive. Why? Like, yep. <laughs> once so they're on the website, nobody here. cares about yep. your logo. Um, and we often go through the, um, we we show people the progression of Apple um, and Starbucks. So if you look at the Apple logo, that started as Sir Isaac Newton under a tree holding an apple. I mean, God forbid the person that had to embroider that onto a T-shirt. Oh, absolutely. And as time's gone on, that's just now the Apple sign. And Starbucks is the same. And um, that was the, the the lady or the siren, as she's mm-hmm. known, was, was quite far back in the image. And it was all brown because obviously coffee's brown. So that graphic designer was... Obviously, thinking about that one a lot. Nailed it. Yeah. And now it's just a picture of the siren without the logo, without anything else. And you just know that's the brand. So it's it's trying to help people who've got something terrible whilst keeping the core of it and go, well, this is the bits that are good. So let's extract them and turn that into something better. And then we can do a website that's going to work for you. So I'd say that that happens a lot um, in just in terms of being handed something that is a long, far, far away from where it needs to be if they're going to start getting customers.
0: Yeah. And, you know, even the businesses that I've run into that have, uh, you know, a pretty decent logo, mm-hmm. the thing that frustrates me the most is they will have it in the lowest resolution and they have <laughs> no, they don't have any um, historical, like, where do they, the source files, where are they? Yeah. And to be able to do anything of quality, uh, not having the source files is, oh, so miserable. It's like, yeah, just please. Hang yeah. Hang on and they, to don't, they don't understand
1: the file format either, so we've had it and they've sent it over as just on a word document. It's like uh, not even a JPEG. Like, you know, no. you've got to have some vector files or something stashed somewhere along the line. But yeah, they, it's interesting. Um, but again, I think that's something to do with lack of experience as well. Um, ultimately you don't know what you don't know. Um, our job is to educate. All right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And really to, to, to take the time to have the hard conversations and say, I know yeah. you love this. And I, and I, applaud you for that yeah but this is really where we need to be be guiding you and those those are not easy i think uh those are not easy, easy conversations to have
1: they're not but it's like you know i wouldn't go to a mechanic and stand over the engine and go mm, i don't think you're doing that right i think you should do it this way like i'm employing the mechanic so go fix my car right. and i think when you when you're employing an agency it's a case of and don't get me wrong you know it's an element of trust but if you're employing us You've got to trust us and some of the things we're going to say are hard truths, but we're saying it in your best interest because if you're here and you want to be here, there's no magic bullet. It's going to be a case of fixing lots of things and just keep doing the 1% and eventually you'll be where you want to be. But then you can't be precious about things. And, you know, if you keep doing the same thing over and over again, you're going to get the same results. So try something new.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Don't be afraid to. That's the key. Yeah. Step out.
1: Good marketing is about failing. And we, mm-hmm. we, we explain to our team that if you're not pushing the boundaries and you're not failing, then you're not trying something new. Mm-hmm. So if we're not trying something new, how are we doing the best for our clients? And it's okay to fail because you've tried it and you know what not to do on that account next time. So I think constantly, no, you don't want to fail all the time. But yeah, I think sure. it's, a, it's an important lesson in, in failing because it makes you better as a, as a, as a, as a marketeer, makes your agency better, and the client gets a better result as well.
0: Yeah, you know, I came across something maybe a year and a half, two years ago, and I, it was probably on Twitter, and this has been presented in multiple different places, but somewhere at one time there was a study of quantity over quality. And so yeah. you had two groups. They, uh, first group, let's say there's ten people in the group in, the, in this college mm-hmm. course. Go take the perfect picture. And then the other group is go take as many pictures as you possibly can and, yeah. and the ones that were going after perfection did far worse than the ones that were iterating and failing and trying new things. Trying out. to get better, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah agreed. It's the only, only way you've got to, you know, you learn more from a failure than you do success. Mm-hmm. So, you know, be prepared to fail. It's okay.
0: Yeah. All right. Yeah. So what are the the what are the, 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 your favorite things you've been a part of uh, when it comes to uh, trying new things and ultimately having a, a success out of it? I think social media.
1: So when I started the agency almost 10 years ago, it wasn't really a a thing. I mean, everyone had Facebook, but business pages and things were only really starting out for the last couple of years. So it's been really interesting to take something that didn't exist really and then turn it into something. And we'd had no experience, so we took on our first client. And it was actually quite a major client. It was a theme park uh, in our area. Um, And looking at what they'd done, ultimately they'd just social media is a difficult one if you it's if you say too much you don't get a result if you say too little mm-hmm. and we always explain that you know if you're you know your wife might complain she's complaining it all the time to you but then again you don't hear it because she's complaining all the time yeah, so yeah. it's the same with social media if you keep saying one it over and not the
0: other time, mm-hmm. people don't
1: hear it so Achoo. you know it's it's about that kind of saying the right amount of stuff to the right people um and what we've discovered, they were posting every day, every day. And, you know, if you can't think of something interesting to say, then people can't be bothered reading it either. So yeah. taking over that account and pulling it back a bit and explaining that actually less is more. Let's do a little bit less in these areas, but be more targeted. And their average reach went from 500 people to about 75,000 over the next year. Wow. And it was, Damn. we were doing less and they couldn't get their head around it initially. It's like, what, you're saying we should only do three times a week, and we should only have so many things going on it's like yes trust us and engagement went up and tickets i think ticket sales went up by about 22 um, percent um that year and that and you got you got 30 percent of that
0: right 35 percent of that
1: Yeah, I'd have more stags. Wall, if I got thirty-five percent, I can only afford the one. Uh, you know, we got three. you know whether we succeed or not, we got paid the same. Unfortunately, yeah, I know, uh,
0: I know. A nice model, yeah. Right. Uh, that, that's going to be another conversation at, uh, for another day. Yeah, exactly. How, yeah. To, how to change that model? Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, on that note, just take note: um, Blair Ends and David Baker have a brilliant podcast, Two Bobs. And mm-hmm. they cover some of that topic. So take note of that and, and look right. them up because they're, they're brilliant. Two bobs. Right. I will have yeah, a two look at bobs. bobs. Yeah. So, um, all right. the only oh, people, The only people that generally say you
1: can have a percentage of this are the people that haven't quite got a business yet. So it's like, brilliant, yeah. but we're going to take it from zero to something, whereas the successful business is yeah, generally. Right. Off Absolutely. A, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, no doubt. So, all right. What would you say from that particular case study that you just articulated? Um where did they get that mentality from of we've got to, we've got to do volume over quality?
1: Um, it's it's like anything, it's lack of understanding and it, it, it kind of, it goes against everything you would understand. You would think more frequency, the better because we you know with the radio advertising free, it's all about frequency. It's all about opportunities. Top of to mind hit.
0: awareness, right? Yeah.
1: You need to be ha- hitting at least four opportunities to hear in order to make a decision on something. Mm-hmm. And that, that goes with in like music too. So, I think that mentality came in, well, that means you need 25 spots a week and you need to do this. So I think that mentality's come across a little bit. And people just thought, the more we say, the more people will see. The more people see, the better we'll do. But what they don't really understand until we go through the process is that you're only talking maybe 3 to 5% of people who like your Facebook page are going to see your content. Mm-hmm. And Facebook's a, a funny one because it decides what you do or don't want to see. So, you know, you have a you might have a thousand friends on Facebook and you get to see lots of pictures of breakfasts and dinners and the kids and the dogs and stuff. But, you know, you, <laughs> yeah. you probably only see 100 to 200 people post. And that's because Facebook yeah. said, yeah. Well, you, you don't like Jeff. you actually don't like Jeff. You're not a big fan of him. You never like his pictures. So we're going to yeah. stop showing it to him. And the same is true of business pages. If you, people aren't interacting, they're not liking, they're not sharing, they're not tagging, they're not talking about them, Facebook goes, well, you don't like them. So that overdoing it seems like the right thing to do but actually it's Mm counterintuitive and that's a big part of the process we generally have to go through is just hold off (laughs) step it back a little bit let's be more focused in what we do um and that that generally works um for most clients
0: yeah it's not really any different than just building a relationship with with a human being right so if you and i meet at the pub and i text you 10 times before you get home i'm like hey man that was awesome let's go hang out tomorrow you're like this guy's a creep yeah are you drunk at this point or not not, <laughs> not quite. right maybe. maybe 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 not yeah but david's I not head gonna head dig head
1: it wall at the end of that night my head could be on that wall if you're gonna be texting <laughs> me. that's right
0: that's exactly right <laughs> get <up with> <laughs> but as but the businesses do the same thing oh hey yeah. you stop by i'm gonna try to talk to you 20 times yeah. before you get home too much. Yeah, Overcome.
1: They do it with email marketing too so you'll find that you'll, you'll buy something brilliant, you'll get an email and then you go oh, that might be interesting and then the next few days you get another email and it's just, it just becomes mm-hmm. white noise it and then you just is. go, no more emails. Yeah. And in social it's too easy to do but again it's that if you can't think of something to say then don't say it. Um, and it's social media for a reason it's supposed to be building relationships with people like you said and I think people just go too far or they don't go far enough and they'll yeah. go happened today we'll post about it well nothing's happened for two weeks so we've got nothing to say so then there's like there's that middle ground it's like the the goldilocks effect you not too much not too little just just right in the middle
0: yeah yep so you would say that social and your traditional advertising are very different in terms of how you reach that customer
1: yeah i would say so and i think it's because it's more measured so traditional advertising still has a place but the stats kind of show that spend on digital is just going up and up and up um, and, you know, even over the last like five years, it probably was about 15% of, of marketing budgets. And it's now in the 30, 40% kind of bracket of what people are spending online. And the biggest difference is being quantifiable. So mm-hmm. with social, you can say, well, any, any avenue, whether it's SEO or Google AdWords, um, you can say, this is how many people saw it, which is what most kind of old fashioned media would say. Well, we know we've got this many readers or this many people bought it. Right. Mm-hmm. We might have read it. Well, we can say, well, this is how many people saw it. This is how many times they saw it. Um, this is what they did about it. And then they actually had a, a conversion at the end of it. So we can attribute that this is your conversion ratio. And mm-hmm. a lot of that stuff is kind of finger in the air when you're doing things like maybe press releases or magazine articles or newspaper or you know traditional print. And it still has a place because it's really mm-hmm. good brand awareness. But quantifiable results, digital is kind of where it sits much better.
0: Yeah. Now, I remember when... Uh... When digital first started coming out, so mm-hmm. we actually both worked at um, Comcast doing ad sales there, but yeah. primarily TV. But when yeah. digital started coming out, it, it, I mean it was twofold. It's like, hey, this is cool, but then it became part of your budget. It's like, well, yeah. Yeah. It's another line. No yeah. one really knows about this yet, and but it yeah. is, it has, it's, it's a, it come a long way
1: it of has. what you can yeah. and
0: can't do. Yeah. I will I, say, I, uh, oh, go well, ahead. I'm sorry, no that. Go ahead. 20 about when
1: I started my career, um, I did it about I was 18, so about 22 years ago, and that was before Google. Um, and there was a thing called Overture, I don't know if you remember that. So they basically they were the they were the AdWords management for the main search engine. So that was your AOL, Alta Vista, Ask Oh, yeah. uh,
0: okay,
1: and that used to set up the bid management across all seven platforms. But the people weren't really. Aware of it, so the cost per click would massively really low, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, but it was brand new. Nobody really knew about it. Nobody, nobody believed in it ultimately. Yeah. And obviously, it's become right. a much bigger, a much bigger animal now that people can't ignore.
0: Yeah, my, I think the most impressive ad that I remember, which you know we're served so many, remembering one is in and of itself impressive. Right. Nobody yeah. wants to stand out. That's I think it was for well, I mean, I don't remember. I think it was for Marriott hotels, but the top mm-hmm. banner had a guy reach down into the 300 by 350 uh, banner and grab an orange, and it was brilliant. I've yeah. never seen anything like that since. Wow. Uh, no, I don't remember that. Oh, it was remember. awesome. It was really, really good. Well, I've nice. seen...
1: Um, there's those 3D boards they do now, so it's kind of like if you had a corner building, you'd have, like, the screen on both sides of it. So they do yeah. them, and it it's a whole 3D thing. So there's actually... Like off, like off Back to the Future when they've got that shark coming out and Martin McFly when he first goes yeah, in. Yeah, And yeah. It's, flat, but it's like fully animated and coming out and looking like it's diving out the screen. Like, it's insane.
0: Yeah, I've seen some of those. I, now, have you seen some of those in person? I've only seen them on...
1: No, no. Um, only, only on a screen, unfortunately. One day. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. All right, we're going to book a trip. And we're going to go... We're going to book a trip. He wants to go to Vegas. That is true. <laughs> that is true. You did, yeah, he's been several times. Yeah. And he's had a great time. And I think yeah. he's and enjoyed as as the, just, uh, the alcohol as much as he has the gambling. Yeah. So am I correct 100%. on that, David? You <laughs> are 100%, 100%. As
1: long as you keep, keep the telephone numbers to a minimal, Paul, then we'll be okay.
0: Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. No doubt. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, all right. So what is the number one thing that you would um, guide somebody? So if somebody just showed up, called you up, and said, hey, I need help. Yep. Just give me direction. Mm-hmm. So, we're going from bad marketing sucks to great marketing. How do we yeah. get there for this client? So, first off, I always
1: try and understand the business. Um, so, it's important they understand their business as well. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people can set something up into passion and don't necessarily know um, the, the acumen side of things. So, mm-hmm. understanding your margins. Um, so, how do you actually make profit? Um, also, then, who's your target audience? Because you can't sell, not every, some, some people say everyone's my customer and you know not, it's not normally the case. And even if you have a really popular product, you've still got an area that certain people will buy it more than others. So mm-hmm. I think understanding your product or service, understanding your profit margins and then understanding who your customer base is. Only then can you start to work out what you should invest so you can work mm-hmm. out to get a, a return um, and where you should invest in terms of making sure the right people are seeing your product and one of the first things we look at is typically have you got something that people need Mm -hmm. or is it something people want um is it a like a um an impulse purchase is it a high Mm -hmm. ticket item low ticket item and um sometimes people have created something that nobody knows anything about well there's no point being found on google for a product that no one knows about and fixes a problem not many people have so it's them working out well do we go on google that Basically, gets you found when people are looking for something, mm-hmm. or do we have to go onto social and say we're going to put it in front of people that should be interested, but we don't know when? Yeah, yeah. And then it's looking at what might be it the solution sense. that combines all of those things, um, and then it comes down to the, well, what's the budget. And we, we always explain to people that marketing budget to like gambling in a casino, you put down <laughs> what you can afford to lose. Yeah, because the worst case scenario for any business is to say, right, I'm going to spend five hundred pound a month. £5,000 a month, the figure's arbitrary, it doesn't really matter. But if you can't afford to spend that money without seeing a return in the first one, two, or three months, then that doesn't really create a, a strong marketing strategy because then it's stressful, you need that money back. Yeah. So you need to be able to say, right, there's going to be a period of loss potentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and that means you need to be able to put the money in without seeing that return while it builds up because most campaigns can take three to six months to really start building traction because right. you need data and then you need a decision. So we always kind of say about, right, put a budget aside and what's your annual budget rather than saying, I can maybe afford a grand a month. Well, what can you afford over the 12 months? And then we will look towards breaking even and then getting a return on it. Yeah. And it's if you live hand to mouth, that's problematic and will cause issues mm-hmm. in the business and it will cause friction with the agency. And ultimately that relationship will break down. And we should all be wanting the same thing. Mm-hmm. And it, it comes down to what you want out of the relationship. The client should be getting good service and results, and the agency should be getting a fair fee. So if everyone's profitable, everyone's happy, and that's the only way it's going to work.
0: Absolutely. Makes sense. Now, one more question. Do you find that a lot of businesses with a beer budget try to compete with businesses with a champagne budget?
1: Yeah. Uh, I say it's, uh, they want a champagne campaign on a roller rollercoaster budget. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> re- I like that one. Have to start using that one. Yeah.
1: Yeah it rolls off the tongue doesn't it um it does yeah you you get that a lot and i think it's about just being realistic so um obviously with things like with any campaign if you're going to do platform spend it's look if you spent 500 pound you're going to reach this many people if you spend 100 pound you're going to reach a a portion less if you spend five pound you might reach more so it's just about understanding again your market and the restrictions of who's in that market as well um but everybody wants to compete with the big boys. It's just a case of doing it in order. So it might be, let's not do search engine optimization quite yet because it's going to be, based on your industry, might be two years before you start seeing a result. So it's not really affordable to put that money in for two years and not see a return. So maybe this other option's better where we can start getting instant traffic, and people who are interested in what you do, and then test it and refine it and then improve it over time and then build up to that. But, yeah, uh, low budgets and high demands are a common thing, um, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, I think that's universal. Well,
1: yeah, and that is unfortunate. Yeah, that's worldwide. Yeah, 100% that's worldwide. And the other thing is the people that pay the least expect the most. Um, okay. And they're the hardest cylinder.
0: to work with uh, most of the time. Have you found that to be true as well?
1: Massively. So our biggest clients <laughs> yeah. are our easiest ones to deal with. They just go, <laughs> right, our report looks good. Yeah. Phone call every week, report every month, sit down, go through it. This is the good. Well, we have like, a slide called The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. So, it's like, this is brilliant. This didn't work quite well, and this just failed miserably. Why? What do we do about it next time? Um, oh, nice. And they're brilliant. And then the other ones that are spending the smallest amount are like phone calls constantly, emails constantly. Where are we at with this? And it's like, we spend more time communicating yeah. with those clients than we do getting to do the work.
0: It's difficult. So, it's like, yeah. if you just
1: get on with it, um, you'll yes. find you'll get a Absolutely.
0: But that's it. Absolutely. That's the
1: nature of people. You know, you're not going to get away with that. It is.
0: No. So, do you ha- do you, are you primarily your client base in the UK, or do you are you uh, spread out? Yes,
1: yeah, so um, we have clients all over the UK, um, which doesn't sound impressive when you're in America because we're like a really really tiny country. Um, but yeah, we, we stretch the whole of the UK all all five hours of it. Yeah. Um, and we've got that right down to London, uh, right up to Scotland. Um, we've experienced clients in other countries as well, so we've run campaigns for companies that wanted to target things like Spain, Italy, France. Um, in multiple countries, which was quite interesting because we got to then think about changing the uh, language as well so the adverts mm-hmm. could work out, is your laptop set up in English or is it in Italian? And then we were able to test Italian adverts versus English adverts and see which one got better conversions. Oh, wow. And, nice. Which is cool. Yeah. But then, it predominantly, it's, it's mainly looking after clients in the UK. Very
0: nice. Nice. Very cool, man. Nice. Well, thanks so much for joining us today. And... Bye. um I think now it's just left. We got to figure out when Vegas is happening. Yeah, we'll and, have to go uh, with you on that. Yeah, you and Chad go. Yeah, um, just, uh, uh, you, you, you won't let us go alone. Won't. I know you. I know how you are. You and the cards.
1: We so, could reach out uh, to the listeners of the podcast, and you know, if they think it's a good idea, maybe we could have like a GoFundMe. me, um, and we'll all. Do- <laughs> there you go. There you uh, go. Yeah.
0: Absolutely, and then the you know someone can have a percentage of it. 100%. Yes. That sounds awesome. That's I'm good. all in.
1: Yeah. All in. Yeah. We'll share the wins and none of the losses, obviously.
0: That's it. Perfect. Awesome. Perfect. All right, man. Well, thanks so much. David, we enjoyed it very much. Not me too. Thank you for inviting me on. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for listening. If you need help, email us at helpme@badmarketingsucks.com. At and if you have any topics or questions, email us at yep@badmarketingsucks.com. At Subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes or a five-star review on Spotify. Until next week.